Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with business news. The merger of World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated and Ultimate Fighting Championship under the majority ownership of Endeavor Group Holdings was made official on Tuesday. The newly formed merger of the WWE and UFC brands is now known as TKO Group Holdings. Under the new acquisition, Endeavor holds 51% controlling interest of WWE. WWE stockholders hold a combined 49% interest, which includes 16% owned by TKO Executive Chairman Vince McMahon. Stock in the newly formed company closed yesterday at $103.05 per share, up $2.40 from WWE's final closing price of $100.65. PW Insider reported that several top WWE executives received significant bonuses yesterday as part of the merger, with Chief Financial Officer Frank Riddick and Chief Content Officer Paul Levesque getting $5 million each, Executive Producer Kevin Dunn getting $7 million, and President Nick Khan receiving $12 million. Said Vince McMahon in the official statement, quote, Given our collaborative, trusted relationship and Endeavor's incredible track record of success growing UFC, we believe WWE is optimally positioned for future growth and success as part of TKO. Our focus remains on delivering for our fans across the globe as we take the business to the next level alongside UFC and Endeavor, end quote. Added Endeavor CEO and Vince McMahon's new boss, Ari Emanuel, quote, The creation of TKO marks an exciting new chapter for UFC and WWE as leaders in global sports and entertainment. With UFC and WWE under one roof, we will provide unrivaled experiences for more than a billion passionate fans worldwide, end quote. The official acquisition and merger brings to an end 70 years of McMahon family control over the pro wrestling promotion now known as WWE, and previously known as the WWF, WWWF, and Capital Wrestling. It ends 41 years of direct control from Vincent Kennedy McMahon himself, who bought the Capital Wrestling Corporation from his father and his partners in 1982. The company, known until yesterday as World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated, was begun by McMahon as Titan Sports in 1980, two years before the buyout of Capital Wrestling in the WWF. In related news, Amazon and Disney are the two leading competitors in the bidding war for broadcast rights to WWE SmackDown, according to a report yesterday from Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio. In an interview with Sports Business Journal, WWE President Nick Khan said he believes the fact that WWE's current SmackDown deals with Fox, while TKO partner UFC's broadcast deals with the Disney-owned ESPN, should help with WWE's negotiations. Stated Khan, quote, You've seen bidding wars between Comcast and Disney on things like Fox Assets, which ultimately went to Disney, and Sky, which ultimately went to Comcast. It does make one wonder how this might look down the road as both companies and as TKO enters into these negotiations. We think ratings, relevancy, and revenue for both properties are off the charts, and of course, we always want to grow that. End quote. Fox's SmackDown rights deal concludes next year. It is believed that Fox may not be interested in renewing WWE's $300 million deal. WWE's in contract renegotiations with both Fox as well as USA Network, which currently broadcasts Raw and NXT. The exclusivity period has expired, which means WWE is free to negotiate with other potential partners. 
Raw and NXT are expected to remain at USA Network with an even more lucrative renewal deal from USA parent company NBC Universal Comcast. NXT was broadcast live last night on the USA Network from the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. The main event saw Becky Lynch win her first NXT Women's Championship, defeating Tiffany Stratton. The win makes Lynch the sixth WWE Women's Grand Slam winner, signifying those who have held the Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Women's Tag Team titles. In the opening match, Ilya Dragunov beat Wes Lee to become the number one contender for Carmelo Hayes' NXT Championship. Dragunov was confronted by Hayes after the match. In Global Heritage Invitational Tournament matches, Tyler Bate pinned Axiom in Group A, and Nathan Frazier topped Akira Tozawa in Group B. Both Bate and Frazier earned two points for their victories. Braun Breaker confronted Baron Corbin during an in-ring promo segment, leading to the two being scheduled for a match at NXT No Mercy on September 30th. In other results, Lyra Valkyria defeated Dana Brooke, Charlie Dempsey, Damon Kemp, and Drew Gulak went over Brooks, Jensen, Josh Briggs, and Miles Bourne, and the Creed brothers defeated Malik Blade and Edris Anofe. Lucian Price and Bronco Nima attacked Blade and Anofe after the match. In ratings news, on the night before WWE's acquisition by Endeavor officially went through, the last episode of Monday Night Raw under independent Vince McMahon control drew the lowest audience in the 30-year history of the show. Running against the return of Monday Night Football, last Monday night's episode was watched on USA Network by a viewership of 1.353 million people, down more than 20% from last week's episode, according to Russellnomics. In the hourly breakdown, Hour 1 drew 1.367 million viewers, which grew to 1.401 million for Hour 2, then fell to 1.292 million in the final hour for a cumulative loss of 75,000 viewers over the course of the show. The rating in the key 18-49 to year old demographic was 0.40, representing 527,000 viewers and down 23% from last week's 0.52 key demo rating. AEW Collision jumped nearly 38% viewership from the previous week's record low episode. Last Saturday's edition drew 476,000 viewers to TNT, according to Russellnomics, after the previous week's audience of 345,000. The rating in the key 18-49-year-old to 49 year old demographic was 0.15, representing 199,000 viewers, and showing improvement from the previous week's 0.11 key demo rating. The episode ranked number 14 on cable TV for the Night in the Key demo, up from number 18 the week before. And in international news, the late Antonio Inoki was honored with a bronze statue in his likeness, unveiled yesterday at his family's gravesite in a ceremony in Yokohama, Japan, to mark the first anniversary of his passing. Present for the ceremony were a number of individuals representing New Japan Pro Wrestling, the company Inoki founded in 1972. They included Seiji Sakaguchi, Satoshi Kojima, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Kazuchika Okada, Hiroyoshi Tenzan, and Yuji Nagata. Also present were representatives from NOAA and All Japan, as well as Inoki students such as Masahiro Chono, 
Yoshiaki Fujiwara, Naoya Ogawa, and others, with an estimated 120 people in attendance. Inoki's is the third statue to date made for a Japanese professional wrestler, joining statues for Rikidozen and Giant Baba in Tokyo. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and 7 days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The wrestling news can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall. Just the Wrestling News. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.